what are your your thoughts uh, regarding the the travels in Europe, especially in uh, Greece, Portugal, Spain, and the, they are kind in a trap because they cannot devaluate. So if at the final it was a bad decision to to be in the eurozone. Yeah, you got to replay my lectures from 2001 and 2002, where I'm saying it's a matter of time for the euro. Uh, because uh, basically, the problem is that Greece and Ireland and Portugal and Spain, they have no monetary policy. Um, they've made some decisions that in a growing economy might have worked out, but we're not going to grow forever. We're going to have recessions. And it turns out that they're in, um, in desperate shape. But they can't devalue, right? They're locked into this. The easiest thing to do would be, um, well, perhaps not the easiest, but the more direct economic um, mechanism, the traditional mechanism would be that the drachma would be devalued, as it was many times in its history. And effectively, um, that would cause kind of a revaluation of, of Greece. They can't do that right now. So now they have to rely upon uh, bailout type of loans, the ECB buying, um, buying bonds, uh, the countries making commitments. Uh, it's, it's not a stable thing in the long term unless you really believe that they can uh, have the will um, to turn things around, to start running surpluses, to reduce that debt. It just seems very unlikely to me. I think the Germans will not have that much patience. So, uh, you know, that is uh, a major risk factor going forward for, um, you know, a recovery in 2011, 2012. So there's all these risk factors that are hanging over. You've got, um, at least $1.5 trillion foreclosures in the US, okay, and could be more, and that could be a negative surprise. That's gonna drag for sure. Uh, you've got a Fed that's run out of tools. Okay, so interest rate's already zero. And look, it's gonna cost us a trillion dollars to reduce the 10-year rate from 2.6 to 2.4, 2.3, you know, what, what is that going to do? Is that going to make firms decide to go ahead with investment projects because rates are, you know, 25 basis points uh, lower? No. And the third thing is just the um, huge amount of uncertainty as to what's going to happen uh, in Europe. You know, it, it, and it's not, um, it's not easy to make these changes. It's very interesting to see what happened in France, where you basically shut down the country because you're raising the retirement age from 60 to 62. You know, that is, that's really tough for um, a lot of people to understand, especially in the US, especially in Germany, where the age is 67. Okay, so, so, I, think that, um, so I think that there will be um, some sort of event. The key thing to me is what Germany decides to do. 
because Germany is in a situation almost identical to China. Think about that. That if the Deutschmark was around, it would be appreciating very significantly while the, um, the currencies of these other countries would be depreciating. But instead, they're kind of locked into this euro and that drives their export sector. The same thing as China. And their economy is greatly benefited. So for Germany, there's a huge incentive to stay in the euro, but at some point, kind of go beyond and it's just not worth it to continue uh, to bail out. So, so I think that that is definitely, in terms of my list of um, kind of uh, things that uh, could be a big deal, that's definitely a big deal. It's number three. Number four is just the persistent level of 12% unemployment. So I'm counting not just the official rate, but the people that have given up. Um, and the rate's about 12%, maybe 12.5%, depending on how you count. And to have 12% 12, 12 unemployment for a number of years in the U.S. Okay, other countries have had unemployment like that. That um, that is going to cause problems and indeed um, structural problems as those workers basically lose um, their skills. Their skills get get stale. So it's a big structural risk. So there's at least four things that um, cause the outlook to be pretty cautious.